Hi, my name is Adam, and I've never seen Jaws. Hi, my name is Johnny, and welcome to Fine, I'll Watch This. This will be a podcast where we convince one of our friends to see a movie they haven't seen, but the rest of the world has. Hi, my name is Bridget. I have seen Jaws a stupid amount of times. I already said my name. My name is Adam. I've okay. never seen Jaws. Um, so I'm I'm obviously the person that's here to see Jaws for the very first time. Um, kind of the idea for this, as Johnny mentioned, is we want to kind of get people, and I'll be here for every episode, but I'm kind of the guinea pig for this because I've never seen Jaws, and these two are huge Jaws heads. Is there a name for Jaws fandom? Uh, not particularly. Yeah, um... I want to say parrot heads, and I'm like, nope, that's already a thing. And yeah. also wrong. Um, yeah, they shark heads? Uh, I think just like a movie fan in general, because of, you know, if you love movies, obviously watch you it. would have seen Jaws already by now. Yeah, I'm like, I mean, that's a little that's a little harsh. I've, I'm a big movie fan. I've just, uh, I don't know. I never, I think it, I what, never saw Jaws. I know. What I find interesting about this sort of, like, gap is, like, you are a huge movie culture person. Yep. Like you, like I read the news about movies. I, you know, I follow movie Instagrams yeah. and Twitters, and like you are the person who, like, of, of all the people that I know, like go and see movies frequently, and like are a huge fan of like big tentpole movies. Like when yeah. you think about Marvel, blockbusters, that sort of thing. I know. I've seen The Meg. <laughs> I've also seen The Meg, and it was great. Um. But I guess uh, all I want to know is, how could you do this? How did you let this happen? <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, this, these are gonna we're going to have some 10-pole questions, typically. And this is going to be one of them, is why haven't you seen the thing that everybody else has seen? Or that when you tell people, like, oh, I've actually never seen Jaws, and they slap you across the face with their eyes <laughs> and say, like, how have you never seen Jaws? Uh, I don't really know. I feel like it's one of those things where... Uh, like my parents weren't big like movie people so like that wasn't like a thing that we did of like hey it's the summer like let's go see everything granted jaws came out before i was alive so sure. you know that's not necessarily the excuse of like i don't know what i was doing in the summer of 1980 whatever i just yeah. didn't go see it um coming from a huge star wars fan yeah exactly um so and what 75 four this movie came out 75 okay yeah. See, I knew that at the very least, um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. It was just never a thing like on, on the radar of like, like obviously I knew about it, and it's obviously permeated pop culture to the extent of of a, like a Star Wars, and you know they've made fifteen of them, also like a Star Wars. Yes. So like, and we'll get into those. Yeah, exactly. Um, we can't get ahead of ourselves though. There'll be plenty of other episodes for who hasn't seen Jaws nine, um, but. You know, I, I just, it was never something that popped up. It was never a thing that, like, you know, it's not like my dad's favorite movie or my mom's favorite movie where, like, they introduced me to it. Uh, and even growing up, like, we talked more about, I think, like, TV shows than we did about movies. And the movies that we did talk about were things that were, like, coming out. So it'd be like, gotcha. oh, did you go see Austin Powers this week? Well, yes, I did. And here's me quoting it, you know, start to finish. But so Jaws was just one of those things where, like, I knew it was out there, I knew it existed. I knew that if I saw it, I'd never want to get back in the water ever again. Um, <laughs> yep, but yep. Uh, it, yeah, it, just, it was just never one of those things that like came up for me. I don't have necessarily like 
an anti-Jaws bias or anything. It was never like a, no, I don't, I'm never going to see that movie because of X, Y, or Z. It just, I don't know. It wasn't, it just wasn't there for me. I, okay. I don't really know why. So like the antithesis of that though is why do you guys love Jaws so much and get into zero spoilers if you could? Sure. Um, so for me, um, I kind of grew up in a Spielberg house, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, my parents were huge uh, fans. Even my grandparents loved uh, some of the uh, older Spielberg movies. Um, a lot of what my parents used to do would tape them off of HBO. They put them on the yeah. last yeah. tapes. I'd have three movies on it with there were three different movies. It wasn't like Jaws two and three or one two and three. It was always like Jaws, Batman Returns, yeah. and like you know Harry and the Henderson. So yeah. I would always have to fast forward um, to what, what I wanted to watch. But um, kind of getting back to um, how I you know was watching Jaws or have seen Jaws is that you know. Um, it would be Jaws, it would be Indiana Jones was a big one, mm-hmm. um, Jurassic Park. I've seen all of those, by the way. I just and again, to... yeah, so that's kind of like why I'm curious why maybe the curiosity for you hasn't brought you to watching it at this point. But um, since maybe you have, you know, been seeing so many Spielberg movies yourself. Yeah, I mean, to me, I think with movies, while I can appreciate and like certain directors, I'm, I don't have anybody that's like a... Oh, I got to see everything. Like I like certain Scorsese films, but I'm not, you know, someone who's like, I have to see every single film he's ever made, student film, indie project, whatever. Um, So even though like, yes, I, you know, my DVD shelf or whatever has Spielberg's aplenty on it. I I don't know. I just never, you know, I think the first time like I watched Indiana Jones, I saw Last Crusade like in school for some reason. And then, oh, like, went back <laughs> and watched the rest of them right. because I'm like, okay, this is, like, a I character like, I like and things like that. Shake that teacher's hand. It was, I, th- I feel like it was <laughs> It was one of those things where it wasn't even, like, in a class. It was, like, we were in the auditorium. Like, it was some, like, generic indoor, like, snow day kind of sure, thing. Where, like, sure. I watched it in the auditorium, like, in middle school. It's, you know, it was part of the, like presentation so that you knew when you came into like a cave to throw rice on the yes, invisible bridge so that you could get across yeah and how something that every child is going to encounter yeah and how jehovah is spelled in hebrew <laughs> <laughs> um, um so yeah i guess i've just never been one of those people that like has to chase down a director's entire like imdb page right, right. so it was one of those things where like i i honestly don't like i don't care about sharks i don't you know like right. it's, it's just one of those things where like this is not a thing that clicks any boxes for me other than Spielberg and historical impact. Right. And so I think that's probably mostly why I never got around. And to just it. sort of wrap up the sort of how my, why I love Jaws. And even as a kid was that I was a huge sort of creature feature fan, mm. huge Godzilla fan, huge King Kong fan. Yes. Yeah. I was dinosaur was a huge dinosaur fan. Um, so for me, um, and as a kid, like obviously now an adult, I see a lot more qualities in his movies. I look at the directing, the acting, things like that. But yeah. back then it was kind of going through all the land or plan before times or any other movie you were obsessed with a kid. Mm-hmm. I was obsessed with Jaws along with a bunch of other series. So I sort of ran through two, three and four and, you know, we'll get into it later on. But again, quality be damned. I love a lot of those movies for nostalgia reason purely. And I'm curious to see how this movie plays out for you because, it's a huge nostalgia thing for me and Bridget. Bridget will get into why she loves the movie to begin with, um, but how it sort of matches your expectations for the quality of the movie later on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and we'll touch on that it's yeah, like yeah. right before we're about to watch it. So, like, Bridget, what is it for you? Is it mostly nostalgia? Is it sharks? Like, what what is it for you? Uh, it's a little bit of everything. So this movie for me is, like, honestly one of my earliest, like, like pop culture 
memories. Like, I probably first saw this movie when I was, like, four or five years old. Like That seems really early, given the very few things I know about this movie. It was probably the same time I saw it, too. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was probably on TNT or HBO yeah. late night. And, like, it was definitely, it was, like, the first, like, a grown-up movie mm. that I saw. Because this is, is this rated R? It's PG, but... Like but it's 1970s. Be, but it's 1975. Very like they took a lot of liberties. Yeah, <laughs> like you haven't gotten to Temple of Doom and like the advent yeah. of PG thirteen and yeah, um, and you know like the the stuff that stuck out to me as a kid was not even like the sort of more terrifying aspects. Like there's one shot in particular that like when we get to the movie I'll tell you guys, but like I just remember being like enraptured. Maybe because, like, it was, like, a thing I probably shouldn't have been watching, and my parents were letting Mm -hmm. me do it anyways. Um, But from there, I just loved sharks. So when I was a kid, I was, like, a shark kid. And, like, always knew, like, when I grow up, I'm going to be a shark. And that (laughs) was a terrible day to learn that science has not not progressed that far yet. Um, That's funny, too, though, because, like, I knew dinosaur kids growing up. Like, you know, kids that were into that kind of thing. I don't think I ever knew anybody that was like, oh, my God, let me tell you all about sharks. Oh, I was that girl. And my father was a, is a big fisherman, too. So, like, being by the ocean and, like, having that, like, sort of part of my life, too. Like, it felt very, like, mm-hmm. yeah, compelling. I mean, right. For me, too, I think too. with Jaws is that it tapped into a fear for me is because and this movie was shot in large parts of the vineyard in Cape Cod. Is that I've been going to Cape my entire life. So the fear was almost like, like, it's, again, this isn't, non-fiction or whatever you know what i mean yeah. it's not surreal it's not based it's not, on a true story exactly yeah but i mean it's very much it tapped into a fear of being in the water you know you see certain scenes in this movie that you know will resonate with being in the water mm-hmm. um and uh i think it's something that again like i'd like to talk about later on how it taps into maybe the fears that you have an adult whatever you know being yeah. in the water or whatever but all right, Adam. So, what are your expectations with the movie? You're familiar with the movie. Um, so, obviously, as I mentioned, like it, this is a movie as will most of these, I would assume, that have permeated pop culture to a certain extent. So, like, as someone who takes in an awful lot of pop culture, I I think I have a real problem a lot of times with going back and watching older movies. Because I've seen the parodies, I've seen the references, I've seen all of like the big things and something, especially like this, which is supposed to be about tension and supposed to be about, you know, all of the things that go into it and the whole art of storytelling. Um, I've always found it hard to like stop and be like, well, I know how it ends. So like why, like it's harder to be taken along for that ride when you know the destination, whether it's for good or bad. Um, so, but like, so I, I know a lot of it. Like, I know we're going to need a bigger boat. I know that it made people not want to get in the water ever. Or like, that's the thing. Sure. Um, yeah. You know, I was watching the Back to the Future 2 the other day. And so when the, you know, Jaws 3D comes in <laughs> and he's like, shark still looks fake. Like, I know that's the knock on the movie. And you guys made, you know, completely differ on this. And right. obviously you would have watched it with like, you know, 1990s eyes the very first time that you saw it. Um It'll be obviously very different in a world where things like The Meg exists, uh, which is obviously a shark attack movie where, you know, granted the shark doesn't necessarily look real, but it's, it's also, computer, yeah, but it's also 2018 visual effects as opposed to 1975. Right, right. Um, so I know, you know, Martin Brody is the main character. Yes, some 
Uh, yes, yeah. And that's, there's, I mean, the, well, well, the, the, shark, the yes. shark is the main character, obviously. Uh, how stupid of me. Yeah. But um, but he's played by Roy Scheider, right? That's Martin Brody? Yes. Yeah. Or am I confusing that with the character from Indiana Jones now? I'm very confused. Well, we're not talking about Rod Schneider from The Animal, are we? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, be- I believe his name is Roy Schneider. Yeah. Yep. You have the sheriff. Yeah. Um, and it, you know, it was filmed on Martha's Vineyard and, uh, you know, it's all about this, this shark that's wreaking havoc on the beach and, you know, it's eating swimmers and these fishermen got to go out and get it. Or they're, they're, they're making sure. it their Moby Dick-esque <laughs> white whale type mission to take this shark down. Is that, I feel like that's... Are you sure? Yeah, I is mean, that your final answer? Is that your final answer? Yeah. As a person who's never seen it, I don't think there's a wrong answer to what I think that it is, other than I will just no, I'll just I, sound really stupid for having not seen it. I mean, it. I just don't no. think me and Bridget really want to answer those questions without, you know, yeah. potentially spoiling any more plot lines that you haven't seen in yeah. the guy or something else. So Yeah, but I think that I mean that's where any of my knowledge of Jaws comes from, is just the like pop culture references and you know, seeing a parody of it on like The Simpsons or Family Guy or Right. Any other you know, type of thing where that influence comes in. And I'm sure I'll be watching it and seeing things and being like, oh, I remember when this other, you know, shark attack movie sure. or this other monster movie did this and I can tell now that they're aping um, Jaws and that'll be cool. And so I'm excited to see stuff like that. And I'm just kind of excited to see how it holds up. I mean, we're going to be watching it on like a, you know, Blu-ray of, you know, HD re-release yeah, of 30, it. 35 millimeter print, all that stuff. Yeah. It's going to look good. It's going to sound great. Um, and I know they take care into, uh, you know, converting these things for digital and for Blu-ray. Right. Um, so I'm excited to see like how that looks. Uh, I'm assuming it's going to hold up. I don't have anything where I'm like, oh, is this really going to be as good as everyone says it is? Like, I'm sure it will be. Right. Um, even if it may not in the end be my cup of tea, sure. just because like I'm not a big monster movie yeah. type person. So we'll, uh, I guess we'll, we'll see how it, how it goes. Now, Bridget, what are you sort of think how Adam will respond to this and, and just, uh, I'm, I have two, two sort of predictions. My hope is that he enjoys it and, has can like appreciate it and like it brings something not that his expectations will sort of like I didn't expect that kind of thing but like that you can like take something out of it that you know you can't get from the sort of pop culture permeation of the film but my fear is because as you were saying like talking about like I don't you don't necessarily feel the need to like seek out things that you kind of have absorbed through osmosis. Like you, you sort of feel like you understand. I had a fear that like you were going to feel about Jaws the way I feel about Bob Dylan in that I can't listen to Bob Dylan without hearing a parody of Bob Dylan. Oh, because everything is that like, like, yeah, that's kind of my fear too, is that a lot of, so yeah, (laughs) I think I, 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 I agree with that. I think that a lot of like the, the scenes that like that, to me, still as an adult, when I watch it, or like it raises the hair on my neck, it's scary, it's thrilling, mm-hmm. um, will come across as parody or funny to Adam. Mm-hmm. And again, I think you know we're we're a very funny group. We like to laugh a lot of funny things, and mm-hmm. obviously there are funny moments in this movie. Um, and I can see someone coming into this and seeing maybe a particular scene that you know, uh, you know like I said, Adam said maybe the the shark does look fake in some sort of shots or whatever. I mean, obviously to us, we've seen it yeah. with the, the children's eyes. Yeah. What if um, we? What if the two of us leave hating the movie? 
Are we, Adam, we never podcast <laughs> over? Like, I don't yeah, know. Like, like never, a new podcast? Speak again? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that's not something I thought about. Is like, what if what if we take somebody who's like loved this movie and they go to watch it with someone who's never seen it, and then like I just pick out all the holes in it that you're just like, oh, I never thought about that. Oh, I never thought about oh, this movie sucks. I don't think that'll happen here. Can but I pick a different movie right now. Yeah, because yeah. like, I don't want yeah. you to do this, like, this movie. Your face just like wan, like yeah. blood drained, thinking about the possibility. Um, and I don't think so. No, I don't no. think so either. Listen, I think you are going to enjoy this movie. I don't think mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever met anyone says it's a bad movie. Um, it might be a movie you see once and maybe you're fine never seeing it again. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, I don't think it's a movie that maybe you'll just seek out on TNT. TNT like. Some movies, you know, you come to the you come to the living room. Yeah. It's on. You sit there. You watch the entire thing. I don't think that'll be a movie for you, um, but I think you know, being you being a movie fan, that you'll enjoy a lot of the technicality of the movie, the directing. Um, there's a lot of um, key things and key techniques that happen that a lot of other movies have borrowed. Um, that you'll either think that hey, I saw that in a movie. Well, guess what? John yeah. sort of pioneered it and yeah. this and that. So you'll see certain things there. Um, and uh, I, I think in general you'll come away enjoying it. Yes. Yeah. No, I definitely don't think this is going to be a thing where, um, even if I hate it, like I don't think this is going to be a thing where you guys are going to come away hating it too. And I wouldn't want that for you anyway. So any argumentative nature that I have will be like I'll squish it down so that way I'm not right. Like, right. And are you guys kidding me? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And I think just the preface. I don't know when Bridget saw it last. I saw it like a week and a half ago. And just just to give a quick background, me and Adam just went to the Martha's Vineyard. Yes. Uh, People wanted to ago. watch it when we were there, and I was like, No, no, no. Can we just wait? I don't know where we're going to get back to Martha's Vineyard, but I know I'm going to be recording a podcast right, in like a week right. and a half. <laughs> so Adam got to live sort of vicariously through some of the, uh, maybe the extras and crowd, uh, seen some of the uh, scenes there, some of the sets. Um, but uh, yeah, so it's, um, it's a movie we talked about and um, yeah, I think you'd, I think you'd enjoy it, bud. Yeah. Um, so I think we're going to step away now uh, and we're going to come back having watched it. Uh, we're going to, intercut some of the we're gonna be recording the whole time but obviously that's gonna make for like a four-hour podcast um so we're gonna try to save that from it um so when you hear us next uh i will have seen the movie and we'll kind of maybe cut in some of the live reactions to things as they happen um to kind of flesh out that after discussion but we'll come back and you know see what i thought of it and see how everything goes but i guess the only thing i have to say now is fine i'll watch it yay Yay. we got to watch it (laughs) Hi, my name is Adam, and I'm afraid to go back in the water again, because I've just seen Jaws. For the first time. For the first time. Uh, yeah, that was... I know, it's it's over now. That's it. I've seen it. I can check it off the list. I've, uh, I'm a person who's seen Jaws. All right, Adam. So, gut feeling? Gut reaction? Uh, so, I, we just finished watching it. There's no, like kind of settle time. I know some people like to, you know, like sit and, like, think about a thing, so... Sure. Um, it's definitely a little different getting like a gut immediate reaction. Uh, it definitely like, I don't know. It's kind of weird the way it just like, it's very abrupt in the ending. Like I feel like more so nowadays you get kind of that, like let's tie up all the loose ends. Let's make sure that like all of the side characters now know the main characters. Like they made it and they're okay. Yeah. Sure. Uh, and you don't get any of that. Yeah. Post credit scene with like, Quint swimming up from the bottom, like, you'll yeah. see me again. <laughs> yeah. Like, another dorsal coming out of the yeah. water. Yeah, like, not even necessarily, like, a post credit scene type of yeah. thing, but just, like, that 
that tying up loose ends and like i i said it immediately when it ended um that like oh it's later like they don't even make it to the beach before the credits finish because it's Did very short that? credits Did we notice that yeah they were like it got to like they were maybe about to be able to stand up but like they don't make it to land. Like I okay, so like their stomach hit like land and like yeah. Land, just them when everything <laughs> and obviously we're gonna get full spoilers. I mean I think that's sure, the point sure, here. Of course. Um, but just in case anybody wasn't aware of it, it is the first time, so you don't necessarily know. Uh, but we're gonna get into full spoilers here. Uh, once they e- explode the shark, which I also wasn't necessarily expecting. Like I wasn't sure if this was one of those things where like the shark gets away in the end and it's not a happy ending. Especially knowing that there's 15 more Jaws movies. Right. So I think one thing that I thought maybe you were going to pick up, pick up on, because as an adult, maybe like when I was a kid, I never picked it up, like that I knew that the shark was going to explode, is that there's a lot of red herrings and foreshadowing with the tanks throughout like the entire movie. Yeah. Like, 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 like even from like my standpoint, I would say he almost did it too much. It's like there's way too yeah. many like shots of the tank, like... I kept noticing it too, like watching it, trying to see it with like new eyes. Yeah, we're like, like, how do you, like, I'm kind of thinking about like Adam, Adam's thinking about it, like, how does he think the shark's gonna die? And I'm like, they're showing the tank a lot. Like, if, if I, and I'm surprised you still didn't even think at that point that. Well, I mean, I try to, like, when I watch something, especially for the first time, like, I try not to, you know, guess ahead or think ahead. Right. Um, to a certain extent. Uh, obviously, it still happens where, like, your brain just kicks in and, like, has that realization of, like, oh, of course this is what's gonna happen. And in a worse movie, that's way more obvious. Right, like when they show the gun in the first act of a movie, it's going to show up in the third act and kill someone. Yeah, exactly. Um, And, you know, when he said, like, if you don't be careful with the, like, the very first time um, Brody unties the wrong knot and they go rolling across. And he says, like, if you're not careful, like, these things could explode. In my brain, I'm like, okay, I wonder if that's going to be a thing. But at the same time, I didn't necessarily think the shark was even going to be killed. Like, I don't. I, having not seen this and not knowing anything even of, like, the sequels, like, I don't – is Roy Scheider in the sequels? Like, it, does any of it He's, carry over or are they all just, like, separate shark movies? To varying degrees, d- different characters show up in different movies and people were involved in this one or someone involved in the next one. Spielberg doesn't direct the second yeah. one. Um, but, yeah, I don't think they really thought of it as being a franchise back then. I mean, even the idea of, like, a summer tentpole movie, Yeah, this is kind of the one that started it, really. Yeah, I mean, were there – I'm trying to think, we're like, were there even sequels before this? It's a good question. I'd want to like, I'd have to I'd actually have to take look a look. It, yeah, but I mean, maybe like, like you know, like uh, Dracula movies or something. Like well, that. Yeah. I'm trying to think yeah. of maybe some old horror movies where they sort of kind yeah, of I'm sure did stuff sequels, like that. You know, but I, but like, I wasn't even, I didn't even think it was a guarantee that the shark was going to die at the end. Right. That's why I didn't necessarily think too hard into the like. I thought maybe the boat would explode. I figured something was going to explode the way that. Like, they, sh- they mentioned it a couple of times, and then I think there's even one shot where it's behind the ladder the tanks are, and it kind of, like, does a still frame on right. the tank, like, the one tank behind there, and it's like, okay, okay, clearly Yeah, a lot of, like, pushing, like, how sensitive this thing is and yeah. how, how dangerous it is. But it could have been the boat. It could have been one of them that got it. Like, it could have been Richard Dreyfus when he goes down in the shark cage. I thought there was a chance... You know, the shark bites that and he explodes. <laughs> I'm just imagining, like, they lower the cage, like, and you just see it go under and then an immediate explosion. Yeah, like, you never, <laughs> you know, or like he turns around and his fin slaps it. He's, he's zooming away right. and that's enough. It hits the regulator just the right sure. way yeah. and it explodes and that causes more peril. Um, I had a feeling Quint was going to die. I don't know if that was one of those things that just, like, you know, seeped into my knowledge of it without mm-hmm. having realized it. 
because obviously that you know um i think someone had to die i think that's probably what happened in your mind that like one of them had to die and it's going to be someone that's a little more expendable opposed like the two maybe good guys on the boat you know what i mean yeah although i mean the and i'll probably cut it in right here but like the very first time he shows up on the screen i was like i love this guy i value my neck a lot more than three thousand bucks chief i find him for three but i'll catch him and kill him for ten so number one i love this guy Gonna stay alive and anti up. Oh yeah, no, he's absolutely an iconic character, and probably maybe if you ask anyone who loves Jaws or even the entire franchise, would probably say he's probably the best character. Yeah, well, uh, and, yeah, best character. He's got the best like backstory, like the whole oh the war story, story. amazing. Because yeah. like out out of control, yeah. and like that's another thing, like. My family, like, we'll be at dinner and, like, we'll quote that, like, <laughs> monologue, like... Have it's you ever been sitting guys, there, like, with a scar and they're like, like oh, how'd you get that? Yeah. Oh, my God. It's, like, yeah, that monologue is definitely up there in the pantheon of, like, great movie monologues. Yeah, and, like, that people was great. Will, If there's ever discussion about great monologues or, like, scenes like that, that's always sort of at the top of the discussion. Yeah, um, but in that... He like talks about like I'll never put on like a life jacket again, yeah. and you sort of know like and like he's doing like these escalatingly more crazy things. Sure, like, sure. Fuck yeah. the radio and like all of this. Like you, you sort of know like he's he's in it. He's, this man has a death wish. Yeah, like, exactly. What I even like the nice touch of he hands the life jackets to Brody and to Hooper. Uh, and just grabs the two and like sticks yeah, and by the words like that a you just of left. Yeah, yeah. correct. Um, so I liked that. I thought that was a nice touch. Um, but yeah, I was you know just as it wraps, I'm just like, oh, that's like I expected him. I always like whenever there's like a family man in peril that like the wife and kids like know that he's okay. So I was really surprised that there was nothing like that. Uh, right. Oh, end, like you ever like, got to see her talk like on the radio or whatever? Correct? Yeah, yeah. It's like you never. So she's still at the house, like you know, on the widow's right. walk or whatever, right. being yeah. like, "Oh my god, my she's, husband." Yeah, she's sitting at the dining room table, chain smoking. Yeah, and, like <laughs> just like waiting by the phone. Right. Yeah. So I was kind of surprised that there wasn't any. Like I expected that to take place. Like I still expected there to be another like five minutes of him going into town, sure, and being sure. like. Like putting the harpoon gun down on the table and be like, "It's done." Yeah, and I need a vacation or like some, you know, throwaway. Right, like, like now iconic line, but there's, there's nothing which I kind of like. Like it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just one of those. It was unexpected in the moment, right? I expected to have like a another five minute of cool down from the, you know, what right. is it, the climax of the movie, uh, and I didn't get it. Which still like I still have like a little bit of anxiety from it. And right. the the last like. 20 minutes of the movie are really interesting like basically from Quint's speech like to when they go back up on deck like it just like it escalates, it escalates very quickly so the quickly. boat starts sinking more more and, barrels more. yeah yeah and then what i think is a really interesting turn is like when they send hooper down in the cage like right when he decides like and he yells at brody he's like do you have any better ideas there's like ten more minutes left of the movie and only like ten more lines of dialogue. Yeah, yeah. There's a, yeah. There's a lot of quiet scenes. Like, William's score is very like you know sparse. Oh yeah, um, the score is amazing. Yeah, yeah. So again, I think I, I know we're talking a lot about about the, the ending of the movie. Yeah. I mean, maybe even you would say the ending of the second yeah. part of the movie because there's really a fine divide where there's a first part of the movie 
And there's a second part of the movie where you have the hunt, then you basically have the beginning where it's like you have the introduction or like yeah. basically like this huge issue that's happening on the island. Well, yeah, I think like the just like looking at the timeline of everything, like the first hour is all the land stuff, and basically an hour in of a two hour, five minute movie right. is like I remember looking at it and being like, when he's like shining up the. Like I forget, he's putting something on the rag because he's doing the chum line. Uh-huh. Right. Uh, the very first time I looked at the time and I was like, "Oh, they're just getting started now," and it's exactly halfway through the movie. Yeah. So it's a nice delineation. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, we could jump back to the beginning. Um, a little, obviously, you start kind of at the end because that's no sure. So your the immediate images you still have in your yeah. head and everything. And if anything, the most stark. Well, I mean, there's definitely some stark imagery early on in the movie. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I mean, right out of the gate, I was I was wrong. I thought they were all like fishermen doing their like Moby Dick style thing, but that's really only Quint. Uh, I didn't realize that Brody was the like the chief of police, so I that was that was new, which was yeah, nice yeah. to like start immediately wrong about something. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I thought that was cool. Like I like you know I like that he's you know this family man who hates the water and ultimately has to like go out on this boat to like be the big hero. So right. I thought that was a cool. Uh, dichotomy and I liked how they touch on it at the end where he's like I can't imagine why you'd hate the water uh, <laughs> so I thought that was cool shout out to the uh, the Hartford connection of the uh, yeah a lot of uh, a lot of Connecticut uh, references kid at Trinity you got some Hart- Connecticut plates coming over on the ferry yeah Speaking of license plates, I do love that the uh, the other shark ate the Louisiana license plate oh yeah I can tell it came from the Gulf or whatever yeah, yeah. um no, so shout out to the Hartford connection. I did like. I just love how like the kid just was like, yeah, I'm gonna get laid like on the beach and in the water or whatever from the girl who was the outcast at the party. Like, oh that, right, yeah, that was so weird. How she's just like sitting off by herself, and then immediately the guy's just like, "What's up?" And she's like, "Let's go running." And it was then, that easy back then. Yeah. Man. <laughs> it was. Well, something that I noticed, and maybe because like I was just sitting here like watching it with you two. I don't know why I noticed it this time. Maybe it's because it's on Blu-ray. She has the biggest boobs. Oh yeah! <laughs> like I would follow her into the ocean. Too. Oh yeah! And yeah. she's you know she's sitting <laughs> off by herself. All yeah. oh, right. She's and obviously no bras. Everything you know. Yeah, of course. One, one less step between you and the water, or yeah. you and a shark's mouth. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, no, I do love that it starts off with the uh, you know the college kid like cool kid party. Uh, I did think that was fun because, like, that's the way you start off. Of people are about to get murdered. Type. Oh movie. yeah, it's a yeah. classic horror. Young, if, sexy anything, if anything, people ripped off Jaws doing it going forward. Yeah, like you think about that stuff for like Friday the Thirteenth or like Nightmare on Elm Street or something, where it's like, oh, the kid, you know, the hot teens at summer yeah, camp. Yeah, get some relatable fodder for yeah. the, yeah. the, the the monster in the movie. Yeah, so that was a nice way to kind of like bring that in. I did enjoy that. Um, that first boy getting killed. Like I, most of the murders. I was ready for like most of the things that would like I think it was be... it's timed very well. Like, yeah, there's a lot of hills and valleys. They're all timed very uh... well, and I think they do a good job too of kind of like faking you out as to who because there are a lot of people in the water at any right. given time. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than the very first girl, which is an obvious like this is clearly sure. the thing that kicks off the movie. Everybody else was kind of like I'm expecting a, a an attack here, um, so it's not necessarily like any big like jump scares or anything the only one that really got me was the head in the boat Jesus (laughs) it worked I let my guard down for a minute yes (laughs) Ben Gardner I was glad at least I I, I, 
Go ahead. No, I was going to say, I normally, because I hate that part so much, it scares me so much, I normally close my eyes like this, but I knew because I was sitting next to you that I couldn't do it. Yeah, well, I had to be very brave. And I mean, I was and focused I, on the movie, so I was, I was trying, and I was trying not to look at you guys for reactions, because I didn't want... I didn't want to see that, like, tense up before a big thing. Or I didn't want to see, you know, hands covering. Right. Places. I mean, Bridge, I, I can probably stand still pretty well, but I know she was so probably like, uh, getting ready for a couple of jumps. Yeah. I mean, there's really, like, one or two real big jumps in the movie. Yeah, and, and that, lo- that was one is, one like, the them. cage at the end. Yeah, the cage at the end. But even then, like, he's in a shark cage. I know the shark attack mm-hmm. is coming. Right. And I have a, I have a good feeling that... You see enough sh- movies at this point. Well, and the shark is probably going to do serious damage. Like, I didn't think... Like, I thought it might be one of those things where Brody is the only one left standing at the end. Um, so I right. wouldn't have been surprised if Richard Dreyfuss had gotten eaten or the pack gets eaten and he explodes. Like, any number of those <laughs> things I feel like were possible in that moment. Um, and, like, yeah, the boy getting eaten, I was, like, prepared for. Um, and, like, you know, the when the, the woman was kind of floating there, I thought maybe she was going to get eaten, but that was a nice tease. Uh, I liked how the the first or the second shark attack, like the big one, was a misdirect where everyone's in the water and you think he's coming to shore, and then he goes into the pond and like right, right, goes right after Brody's kid. I thought that was a nice little misdirect that I wasn't necessarily prepared for, but you know, all of the I thought the you know all of the murders were like just gruesome enough. There was one I think towards the end where you just see like I think it's it might be Quince where you just see the leg floating down. Oh, it's the no, it's the guy. Oh, uh, the Boy Scout leader. Or whatever, yeah, he's yeah. like, you kids need help. Oh yeah, 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 just five seconds later, get out of the water. Yeah. yeah. Um. So I didn't think any of them were like too gruesome. I liked that. You know, you kind of only see the shark a little bit. So yeah, I wanted to touch on the shark a little bit as far as, again, it's it's a classic like escalation of showing you very little and showing yeah. you a little more, a little more, a little more. And actually, I think, if I remember correctly, watching like the behind the scenes you're hearing about, is like, I think their intention originally was to have to show you the shark fairly early on, but they, there was so many problems mechanically with the shark yeah. that they just chose to do it so uh, sparsely that um, you would only see him every now and again. Yeah, which now, works. And that's I think that's kind of the, you know, the move... As after this movie came out, is that you show a little bit, but you build the tension with the, are you going to see it? You build the tension with the score, which is phenomenal. And I didn't mention before in the, in the pre-show part, I am aware of the, like that's obviously iconic. Um, Anybody who's been near a keyboard knows the two, (laughs) can do it. Yeah. Knows the two keys to press on that. Um, So yeah, so I, I love the fact, and I, I knew that, I think I knew that going in too, is that this is one of those, like, you're not going to see it necessarily until we need you to see it, right. but we're going to prove that it's there. It's not going to just going to be this phantom thing under where you just see the person splashing around and freaking out. Like, you're going to see the, the face, or you're going to see the fin, or you're going to see, like, the belly or whatever. Right, and I know we talked earlier before the movie that you had concerns about maybe the shark looking fake. What did you ultimately... So, again, sometimes movies do that where they don't want to show you a lot because it's ultimately going to end up looking stupid and fake at the end, and that's kind of why they do it. They don't want you to see how ridiculous the monster looks. What did you think after seeing pretty much the entire thing at the end? Yeah, so, uh, obviously, the knock or the joke from the past, you know, 40 years is that, oh, the shark looks fake, shark looks fake. I always thought it looked fake. I was never scared by it. In most of the parts leading up to it, it, it's fine. Because, again, it is showing you that that sparse look at it, which, again, is probably intentional. Um, The first time I really noticed, like, it looked a little wonky was, I think, when the eye is right there in the shark cage. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay. And then the very first time it kind of, like, flops onto the deck and it's just kind of wiggling back and forth. It yeah. just has yeah. that like mechanical look to it. 
Um, and like, it's not all that different from like the Jaws ride, um, or, you know, at Universal Studios or whatever. Um, so it, it definitely, like, that was the worst part. But even then, like, for the time, and even like holding up, like, they could have easily gone back in and made that a CGI shark for all these subsequent, like, re releases or whatever. So it's good that they didn't. Um, but I, I do think that that was really the only time where I was like, okay, big shark. Yeah, I mean, outside of the fact that it's way bigger than, like, any shark, that at least that we know, that it's still swimming around out there. Hopefully. Yeah. I'm yeah, please, please stay alive. Um, yeah, especially the I like how gnarly the shark looks. Yeah. Like, it looks like there's scars on it, there's, like, teeth missing, it's like, even you can even see, like, the flesh still hanging from its mouth from the last thing yeah. that it ate or whatever. Um, it's not, like, clean looking, like no. you see, like, in a book or whatever. No, I did like that touch, too, when he's, you know, swimming towards uh, Brody at the end, and you see, like, I think the intestines of Quint are like stuck to one of the teeth. Like there's definitely a tube, like a hot dog link type, <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> hot dog link type thing, like right. hanging from his mouth. And I'm like, Oh, those are his intestines. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I do like how they kept that. And you can, you can see where like the stab wounds are. You can see where the gunshots are like, as it's coming towards you towards the end. Right. So it's not that it's like, Oh look, they used the different half of a mechanical shark for this shot than they did for the other shot. Because it doesn't have the same stab wounds. It doesn't have the same gunshots. Um, so there's a nice bit of continuity. Nice. I was actually going to bring this up, but I think it may not be... It's somewhat politically motivated. And I don't know if you want to go that route or not. Because there's a really nice parallel with the movie. And this is clearly off the cuff right now. Yeah. Um, Wait, this isn't script? <laughs> <laughs> um, that... There's a lot of parallels uh, to the pandemic that's happening right now. Oh, for sure. There was a lot. So, I mean, if you want to touch on that, yeah, would you no, rather I, be? I, I would, no, because I was definitely thinking that during the movie yeah. of, like, here's the guy who's, you know, the, the mayor. Is he yeah. the mayor? The, the dude with the great um, anchor suit. Mm-hmm. Love that right. suit. Um, but, yeah, no, he's sitting there and he's ignoring the advice of officials. He's ignoring the... You know, the warning of the, you know, the person who has seen what this is. The, right. The scientist. The scientist. He's a, the scientist not listen to the scientist. Um, and basically just being like, no, go out there. Like, he goes up to that family. He's like, get in the water. We need to show people that it's okay to get back to normal. Yeah, take off your mask. Yeah, yeah. It's oh, pretty, serious, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I definitely saw that going in. And, I mean, it's kind of impossible not to see. And granted, like, there are things that happened 45 years apart or whatever, but... Um, I did think that was like, oh, okay. That, that just shows that there's like timeless themes, I guess. Yeah. Uh, even though you hope to never have to go through some kind right, of, yeah. like, follow the rules or you'll die type yeah. scenario. People saving face politically instead of saving lives, essentially. Yeah. Uh, but I did like how shaken up that guy was in the hospital where he's like, my kids were on that beach too. And it's like, okay, good. Then like, take this fucking yeah. seriously. Yeah. You now have been in harm's way. Right. But is he actually, like, I think he's shaken up, like, politically. Like, clearly he's rattled. And because he's, like, Brody is, like, you're going to sign this. Yeah, he's, like, get it done. Get the, put the check request out right now. Yeah. And he's just, like, I did everything I could. Yeah. My kids were on that beach, too. Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking about the town. I did what I, it's like, okay. Who's, yeah, besides we know our friend of Quince, who's your favorite side town character? Well, I did laugh the hardest at the guy going, oh, what? Oh, yeah. (laughs) That guy's great. Like, you and I both, like, knew it was coming. It's so good. I even wrote it down, 3644. Oh, what? Oh, what? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah, but what kind? What kind of shark? Tiger shark. A what? (laughs) 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 (laughs)
I think my favorite town character is the mural on the billboard of the girl going, help, shark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, to scale. Defacing to scale. public property. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah, I don't, I'm trying to think of any other, because, I mean, really the focus is, you know, it's Quint, it's Brody, it's Hooper, the mayor's there for like a good chunk of it. The wife I thought was really good. Right. Um, uh, I'm trying to think, I don't know that there was anybody else like, in the town, like of the townsfolk, that really jumped out to me all that much. Do you like? Do you have somebody in There's mind that's someone, your? Yeah, and I've only noticed her like the past couple times that I've watched it. The but town she's, clerk. Uh, oh, at the beginning where she's like, beginning. oh no, she, she came out in a big way. She does. She does. <laughs> oh but, yeah, the karate, the, the nine year olds karate. Yeah, we have picket fence. we have an issue with the karate boys karate shop at the picket fence. Yeah. an awful lot like Bridget you're karate chopping yeah. the fences yeah. <laughs> um, but there's a, they're like the friend she's just I don't know she's, she's so 70s and like of the era she's got dark hair she's very tan she's the one who's at the beach with oh the short hair she's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah she's yeah. like this, the town secretary very, or something yeah, yeah. and she's yeah. just like like every like she's in somehow every single scene and she somehow finds a way to put herself at the center like she's in the meeting like I don't think that's funny yeah, but I oh, yeah. a motel. I don't know. I just I'm fascinated by her. Are you gonna close the beaches? Yeah. Yep. Um. Here, here's something that like I have also noticed on the past couple rewatches, and I wanted to get your opinions. Um. So you've got Alex Kittner is like that's a little boy who dies at the beginning. Still. Okay. Yeah. We don't want him spilling out all over the docks. His mom, I think, is, like, the most tragic figure of, like, the whole movie. And partly because, like, she's got that whole dramatic moment where she goes and confronts Brody. You knew all those things. But still, my boy is dead now. I would have liked that moment a lot more had she not walked up in full, (laughs) like, black veil. Yeah, I mean, it's a funeral regalia. It's going from all the, like, the sailors, like, cutting jokes about the tiger shark and this and that, and then yeah. it's like, all of a sudden she walks up, like, the, yeah, the Undertaker like, or something. Yeah. Like, if she had just walked up looking like a normal person and smacked him across the face, I would right. be like, oh, fuck, like, she means business. But the whole, like, it seems so, like, extra and over the yeah, top to be I like, mean, I am a grieving mother. Right. Look at my outfit. Yeah. And again, I think maybe if they, like, allude to the fact that maybe she, like, just came from, like, the funeral. Or yeah. Or she just, like, walking around town, like, yeah, like, she, like, loom, like, like, Johnny loom, Cash loom, song. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was one of the things, too, that kind of confused me at the beginning was there's no real understanding of the passage of time. Because I think at one point, I think it might be in her speech. Yeah. Where she says, you knew that girl died a week ago. And the whole time I had yeah. been watching it, I thought that was last night. Like, I thought that was just... He found out. He went in. Yeah. They went to the beach later because they're like, don't worry about it. It's probably just a runner. Right. Or, I mean, or maybe a day later. Yeah, not I mean, week. she was the wrong person to maybe say that it's been a week. I think someone else maybe should just, it would have been like a throwaway line. You would have been like, oh, okay, it's been like a week later. And then she shows up and says, you knew all this time. Well, like when she, when they were on the beach beforehand and like, I did think it was a weird jump to be like, he was just super concerned at like City Hall or the police station or wherever right. he was where he's freaking out about this. Like, he was just freaking out about the beach and the water. Yeah. Like, a minute and a half ago, across the island, 
And now he's already on the beach, like with his family. Like this seems really weird. You'd think you'd want to take a couple of days before you bring the whole gang down to the beach. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. So like that was a little jarring, uh, you know, at first. And then once I realized that like the timing of it, where it's like, oh, it's been a week, and then it kind of just takes place over like the next like day or two. Or whatever. Yeah, like the next weekend or whatever. Yeah, but I did really like her speech. I thought that was really good. I they just think it was undercut by the hilarity of. <laughs> It was, it was a very stark sort of transition, if you yeah. will. Yeah. But I think, like, even before that, like, the sort of, like, the realization of she goes and looks for him and realizes he's the only kid that's not, like, come out of the water is, like, really Right. Upsetting. And then, like, even you had mentioned earlier, like, that whole sequence, I think, is, like, masterful as far as, like, people walk, in, like, people walk by in front of the camera. It's like a transition. And you know yeah. that it's, like, Brody's POV of this whole interaction. Yeah. And then, obviously, that sweet dolly zoom which has been like it, he kind of took it from hitchcock and then everyone else in the world is entertained. yeah it's like the vertigo effect it's, it's a vertigo almost, effect exactly yeah. correct um, which i love i love that that kind of shot it's um, pretty, yeah it was perfect for that particular moment in but, that um, sequence though i was actually really worried that there were going to be people that were trampled or drowned and it would be like even bigger of a deal of like mm-hmm. the the like the panic of the situation actually made things worse because he's like no whistles no whistles because that's just going to freak everybody out Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So the the second attack we're talking about the one with the kid, where the like isn't that where the kid gets eaten? Or no, no. no, no. So no, you're or, thinking of that. I'm thinking of the one. Yeah, early on, there. there's maybe or maybe like a dozen people in the water. The yeah. next time, it's like it's big. There's people in watchtowers, people with yeah. shotguns and waters and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, it's it's crazy. Another thing that I think is interesting about this movie, and like this is like pure like early Spielberg and like it's a such a weird like pause in the movie of like Brody sitting with his kid doing the faces and the imitation is right. like oh, yeah. so it's so Spielberg classic. Yeah. yeah. I don't have anything other to say than just I love no, it. it, it does, to <laughs> no, that does feel very Spielberg in that like obviously this movie's not kid centric, but it, it even shows, like, even in his earlier work where it's not a kid-centric movie, where you get to something later, like, you know, E.T. or Goonies or mm-hmm. something, where um, it's more kid-focused, is that, like, he clearly got a great performance out of that kid to do the exact yeah. facial. Right, right. And it felt very much in place with other things I've seen. Yeah, the yeah. William score turns all cutesy with the, yeah. the xylophone yeah. and, like, the chimes and all that yeah. stuff. And it's just, it, it's very much like when you have Elliot meet E.T. for the first time. Yeah. You get the same, it's like an echo of that same scene. And so it's right. just interesting to see it kind of, like, inserted there. And then, too, like, the father talking about, like, talking to the kid and just being, like, so tired. Right. Yeah. All the his sort of like stuff with like parents and families in his early work. Like, I think right. I think the beginning they try to want to make him look maybe like as soft as possible because mm-hmm. that's kind of where you get into later on where you have like this like masculinity complex going on on the boat where you yeah. have like you have like the authority figure, you have like the the, the brain, and then you have like the, the the brute, if you will. You know yeah. what I mean? You have like three different kind of guys, kind of going after each other. Yeah. And then, like you said, towards the end, like, they finally, like, let go of their egos and they're like, Oopa, what what, is, how, what what does this thing do? Yeah. You know what I mean? And they start to really sort of work together and not fight each other on things. Yeah, I thought it was, uh, you know, I liked the family dynamic aspect of it. I loved when he's yelling at the kid to get out of the boat. And he's like, no, it's tied up. It's in the more, like, it's on the thing. We're fine. Uh, and, and the wife's even like, no, it's it's fine. Like, he's out there. He's, he's in the boat. He's not in the water. Everything's okay. And then she looks at the illustration of a shark yeah. eating a boat and is like, never mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Get out of the boat. Yeah, it's like some, like, 18th century drawing of, like, yeah. sailors yeah. spearing, like, some 
the tiger fetish yeah. on, on Where it's like, I don't, I don't trust my husband who's seen a mutilated body and then, like, watched a boy get murdered, as we all did. Right. Um, it's the... It's the cartoon in the in the book that right, right. that really freaks her out. God so forbid she's funny. on the, the drawing on the chalkboard at the town. Oh yeah, <laughs> God, I have me rolling. It's a very serious town meeting, and oh, it's yeah. just yeah. sitting it's there. Like a little stick figure, like just in the mouth. And another thing Whoa. I noticed too is that Quinn is always like chewing on some sort of saltine, and he like he savors that thing. He's like in little yeah, like, squirrel bites. Like, he's like a whole meal at it. It's like the original Cliff Bar for this guy. Yeah. <laughs> You know, he has to. He's just got to, he's just, a, he's a character. You know him, you know what he's about. <laughs> uh, but I, I love that little speech too. When he, especially because he's sitting next to the really cartoony shark drawing with the stick figure oh, in yeah, his mouth. He's just me, like, yeah, it's like all the I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it for $10,000. <laughs> I did think that was funny. I thought that was good. Yeah, no, I think I covered all my, my big things. Was there anything else that you guys like wanted to convey or... Um, I mean, we can talk about maybe about. just a little, a little bit now that you know that it is a franchise. Yes. Um, that, you know, what you sort of think or expect the franchise, the other movies to look like. Kind of the same. This seems like one of those franchises where it's like, I feel like it's probably going to be pretty cookie cutter in terms of like, you know, there's a shark attack at the beginning and then there's a couple of shark attacks that really kick everybody into gear. And then it's more of let's go out and try like I. It just seems like one of those like template, like almost like if this was created now, all of the sequels would be those direct to DVD. It's very similar. It's got a different cast. It's you know right, uh, right. they're gonna get the shark at the end, and it's just about what crazy inventive new way can they come up with to defeat their shark. Yeah. Now again, having seen the movie, you said it's it's good. You yeah. seem to like the movie. Would you be interested in seeing those movies? I wouldn't be. No, I, w- I wouldn't do this for the podcast. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it's completely avoidable because it's not something that said you haven't seen Jaws three before, dude. Yeah, got to sit down and watch that thing. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily be opposed to it uh, if someone was like, "Oh man, we're throwing on Jaws two tonight." Like, you're gonna stick around? I'd be like, "Yeah, whatever." Like, right, I've seen right. the first one; I can follow along. Right. Um, but I don't know that it's necessarily something where I'm gonna go out of my way to be like, "I can't believe I've slept on this franchise. I need to see them all now." Right. Uh, mostly just because I feel like it's going to be one of those like cookie cutter things, uh, just because it seems like even other shark attack movies that I've seen are very similar to Jaws because that's the template for it. Yeah, I mean, I think it goes for like all monster sort of like horror movies. Yeah. You have like you know the, the beginning where you get the initial sort of attack, and then you have like the introduction of more characters. You learn to like them, then one of them dies, and then yeah, yep. Um, but uh, I don't know, Bridget, have you seen any of the other Jaws movies? I have not. Okay, so Very you actually haven't seen any of the other ones either. No, no. So, yeah, for me, again, like as a kid, I kind of wanted to just eat it up when I found out that there were more. Yeah. I needed to watch all the other ones. Yeah. I think my parents even had interest in it or they had tapes of it. So I ended up watching uh, all the other ones. Now, it wasn't until later on in life that I realized that they're pretty much crap. They're shit. <laughs> Um, but two, I, I, I recently watched the first one. We went back, we went to Mother's Vineyard. I had like the hankering to watch the movie. Yeah. Not only ahead of this podcast, of like crushing myself for it. Um, but to, I ended up watching the subsequent ones too. Uh, two is fine. It's fine for what it is. <laughs> I mean, it's it fine. has, it has, yeah. it has Brody in it. It has Brody's kids in it. I think the kids maybe have aged a little bit. So maybe they have different, uh, actors or actresses in it. The wife is in it. Um, okay. Still, um, I think William still scores this one. 
Um, but uh, it still looks kind of like the same film, the same. And then it really just drops off like terribly. Like the third one is like Dennis Quaid working at SeaWorld. The fourth one, like the shark has a vendetta against the Brody family. It yep. just it gets a little crazy. Oh, like the really. shark's kid comes after them kind of thing? Yeah, like, they basically, there's, like, an initial attack, and then, again, no spoilers, but they end up going to, like, like the Bahamas or something, and the son of a bitch shows up down there. Like, you know <laughs> what I mean? Like, we went from, like, being like, okay, the, the shark is following us in the, the orca, the boat, in the first one, yeah. a couple hundred yards. Which never happens. It, uh, which never happens. Never yeah. happens. But, and this, the, now the boat, now the shark is taking a transatlantic journey down to freaking the Bahamas. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Like sharks can go to sandals. You don't know. Yeah, yeah, they could, yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Nine ninety five, all drinks included. Yeah, it's all inclusive. <laughs> they get all the chum. All, they yeah, all the chum all and the flesh chum. they need, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, again, if I think the curiosity, for me, Jaws it, it, is it a great standalone movie. It doesn't need the sequels. Yeah, that's kind of how I feel about, like, my desire to see other ones. This isn't, like, obviously it doesn't end on a cliffhanger, although I still don't know how they got back to their family and if everybody's okay. Yeah. Um, but it doesn't really end on anything that makes me need to be like, yep, need to see another one of those right now. Right. right. Um, like some other things that are now franchise. And granted, this wasn't created with an eye for the franchise or to be a you know tentpole. Or yeah, like it just obviously is some studio greedy heads just were like, yeah. we're going to make money off it. It's put Jaws 2 on it and people will flock to it. And I think, if I remember correctly, all the movies made money i think for the most part yeah well they wouldn't have kept making them if they didn't make it right 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 um but uh, yeah nothing about this movie screams i need to see a sequel okay um but like i said if something if someone was you know if i was out somewhere and someone was like yeah we're just gonna throw it on or you know it was on tnt during shark week or whatever i might check it out now just out of morbid curiosity yeah i don't think you're gonna ever fall into a group of people say like hey let's throw on joss too so enjoy that by yourself yeah (laughs) Okay, I'll make that a, a, yeah. pers- a very personalized, <laughs> a very personalized experience. I mean, I'm glad for those people that love, you know, who have that soft spot because maybe four was the first one they've seen, or you know, something like yeah, that. Yeah, again, for the reason why I spun them too, because it does have a nostalgia thing for me as an yeah. adult. I know they're absolute pieces of crap for the most part, um, <laughs> but uh, it's just it's one of those things where I mean, even like you know, I know you're a big fan of you know the Marvel universe yep. and. Again, I think most of them are good, but you know there's probably a few that are just oh, like there completely does, forgettable. For sure. yeah. yeah. So, but you still watch them, yeah, because you enjoy them to some degree, whether you've just seen them a bunch of times or maybe you had to sit through them through marathons and you just have to watch it in general. But... Yeah. So yeah, no, I mean, th- I mean, those are obviously a different beast because those are you know twenty something interconnected, right. but also kind of standalone depending on the one that you're watching. Sure. Whereas you know the the other Jaws ones, the only connected through line is it's about a shark like it's not (laughs) like it's not like the you know the characters don't stay the same you know once you jump to the dennis quaid's and sea worlds obviously that's a yeah there's not like an ensemble cast or multiple stories yeah this and that you know um so i from that standpoint obviously it's not nearly as um impactful that you watch the other ones but yeah i mean if it was if i came across it i would probably turn it on just out of curiosity um but i'm not i'm not going to you know, rent. I'm not going to right, Redbox right, right now to see if it's there. <laughs> How about would you ever read the novel that uh, the movie is based off? Of? I mean, I've been doing that a lot during the pandemic. Anyways, going back, like I, I started reading Jurassic Park and like going back and reading some of these books that are based on movies that I really like because I, I, I'm more of a movie watcher than a book reader. Um, yeah, and it's been before pandemic. It's been a really, really long time since I finished <laughs> a book. 
Um, but like I went back this year and I read like High Fidelity and like some other things sure. that I really like the movie. I want to see how it differs from the book. Um, I don't think I'll ever be that type of person who's like, oh, this movie's coming out. I need to read the book first so I can get ready for the movie. Yeah, I kind of did that with Dune right now. That was kind of like for me because I just yeah. I love movies and I always know that the book was amazing. And yeah, I thought about it, but I, I couldn't get it. I couldn't get into it. Um, so like uh, maybe now that I've seen it, I think once I see a Dune movie, I might go back and read Dune the book. Right. Um, but and again, I'm usually that way too. I'll, I'll watch the movie and then have some sort of interest in seeing or yeah. reading the book. But Bridget, have you read the Joss novelization? I have not. Okay. So, but uh, is it just one book trivia, or is it a franchise? Uh, it's just one book, just from my one. understanding. Okay. So Peter Benchley, um, the author, was actually the guy who's the reporter, like on the scene when they're like, like, oh yeah, everybody yeah. has been struck. That's Peter Benchley. Oh, um, okay, that's cool. I know some of like the way that the book plot differs because it's like a little bit like more out there yeah well, you gotta from what i heard it flushes out a lot of the characters it's not i think when spielberg first read it he's like i love the story but i want it to be a sort of like a to z adventure movie and not yeah. kind of like yeah. i want it to be there's two like hours a, yeah <laughs> there's more of like sort of like island drama like and like an organized crime element yeah i heard there's like the mafia is involved or okay. something mafia yeah i guess well i mean but that would help flush out or something yeah like <laughs> And I mean, the shark knows somehow. <laughs> depending on how it plays out, that would actually probably be a cool little addition. Like if there, you know, obviously there isn't, but if there was ever like a director's cut or extended edition that added in something like that, I think that could be cool because that could give backstory depending on how it plays so, out. Yeah, I, of like why the guy is so much like, no, we really need the money. Yeah, we really need this so money. money. Like we need it. Yeah. And like that's sort of part of the book. But also in the book, I believe that. Mrs. Brody has an affair with Hooper. Yes. So that was another thing that I read about too. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think what, I think the biggest thing about this movie too, that's fascinating is like the making of, cause it's like, it's one of the, I think from what I read, like one of the first major motion pictures shot on water for the most part. Like half yeah. There's a lot underwater yeah. too, which is you know, exactly pretty good. Too. So it just, it, it invites a lot of issues. I mean, the, I mean the shark itself, I mean, I, I invite you to, or I implore you to watch the making of yeah. it if you're interested in it. Um, and it's that fully animatronic, right? Fully animatronic. There's never any sort of like animation or anything like that. It's like the shark is on like a track underwater. Do they have just one shark or is there like a half shark? There and are shark multiple sharks for different shots. Yeah. There okay. were three, I think altogether. A yeah. full, a half, and, like, a fucked up one, I assume. Yeah, they yeah. also have some pretty good, like, archival footage that blends pretty seamlessly. I mean, sometimes, like, okay, that's obviously a different shark, but the, yeah. you know, the nose is more, like, pointed or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's all in camera. It's none of that, like, the... C- I don't really think CGI was really coming around until, like, the early no. 80s. Well, there was a couple shots where I couldn't tell if the, like, the skyline was a matte painting or not. Yeah, I think, well, a lot of times what they do is they'll shoot it, like, during, like, dusk or, like, like early in the morning to get as yeah. much light as possible, and then they'll dark it, darken it in post. Yeah. Like, even the beginning when she's running around inviting the guy to go, like, swim... He's, like, on the beach, and it's at night, and, like, the sun is, like, right there. Like, it just doesn't really yeah, make any sense. That was a little jarring, because, like, they were at a campfire when they were all, like, playing music, and it seemed like it was it's middle like pitch of the black. night. It's, like, black, yeah, exactly. But then you can see the sun on the horizon, like, above the horizon line, even, when they're in the water. And right. I was like, wait, what time of day is this? Um, so that was another thing where, like, time made no sense at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but, no, I think you're right. There was, like, some, like, uh, like shooting stars, like, matted in. Yeah, there was a couple. There was yeah. that one There was that one moment where I, there was two, like, almost back-to-back where I was just like, oh, okay, it's 
shooting stars like that's a little sure weird i don't think that was needed but i think there was one other scene where it was just brody on the boat and i think he was either like sitting there or he was moving along the side where like the background just looked like a map painting right right um, but yeah i mean it, i think the it shot wonderfully um there's a lot of cool edits there's a lot of cool camera cuts yeah um you know i think the like whatever restoration they did for this blu-ray edition is fantastic yeah, it looks great yeah um it looks fantastic i think everybody you know everybody looks good i think the characters in town especially somebody like quint is like the right level of dirty for like for yeah, the yeah, he's characterization just, he's like the salty dude he's just like yeah you can just smell the salt when you're near that guy but like some of those some of the times in those movies where you have that character that's like the gruff you know, uh, whatever loner they're in town. They're it up too much or something. Yeah, or like they're, they've got grease all over their face and they're like too dirty. Yeah. To where you're like, okay, like really everyone's just letting this dude stroll into town hall meetings looking like <laughs> this? Get out of here. Yeah. Oh, that reminds me. Another thing that like to think about. So like Robert Shaw, who plays Clint. I was just going like, to touch on this if you. Uh, yeah, is like great like at like playing this sort of like dirty, like rough around the edges, yeah. like scary guy. And like I'm not as familiar with my with his work, but like one of my coworkers was like, "Yeah, he was a Bond villain," and like he looks like completely different. Like he looks like Daniel Craig. Huh. So I actually thought you were going like, to bring up something else. Handsome. Um, yeah, right. He is in some of the Bond movies. Um, yeah. But what I was going to bring up on is that he was pretty much habitually drunk, like the entire movie. Like he would show up the set drunk, and they film drunk, and yeah. like the next day he would he would show up late. I mean, he was just, I mean, this is sort of like a later, late career role yeah. for him. I think, yeah. I think in the 80s, he passed away from some sort of alcohol related. Yeah, uh, he dies. So it wasn't like a Daniel Day Lewis kind of situation where he's just very in character, very, yeah. like, method. No. Yeah, brutal, <laughs> brutal to Richard Dreyfus, too. Like, and I think Spielberg has, like, after the fact, been like, I maybe should have intervened in some maybe way. Maybe real right, a right. bit. Yeah. I don't even know how old is Dreyfus in that movie. He just—he just, he looks really young. He looks really young, yeah. Well, even when he first showed up, I was like, "Is that—is that Richard Dreyfus?" Because like it kind of looks like him, but also like the shape of his face is like very different from what I know him like. Well, his later, later roles, he sort of filled out a little bit, yeah, and less hair. So that's oh yeah, no, he looks very different. Blonde, you know, blonde hair and, and everything. Yeah, he, yeah, he looks a stud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he could have been a Bond. Yeah, stud. Look at that visual yeah. medium. Um, but yeah, no, I, uh, I, so, but it wasn't like a method kind of thing where he's like, well, I gotta be this dick to Richard Dreyfuss' character, so I'm just gonna be drunk and... No, that was the alcohol for the most part, yeah. Yeah. That's a shame. He also has ten children. Dang. Oh, I did read about, I started reading a little research before this, but yeah. And he passes away in 78, so like... Yeah, not long after. Shortly after the movie's released. Wow. Um, do you have like any like final thoughts? Any like, I mean, did you want to like grade it? Did you? I mean, did you just want to walk away saying it was good or? Yeah, I don't think I want to put like a grade on it necessarily. I don't. I don't sort know of like it, a pass or no. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's kind of pass fail. I definitely think like I don't know that it necessarily. I don't know that I can necessarily say it lives up to the hype because I didn't I don't have think it's any. Impossible. It's impossible. Well, but like I didn't have any hype going in. Like this isn't one of those where. Like, I know everybody says it's fantastic. Obviously, I know you guys love it a whole like, bunch. I'm going to convince myself that it's yeah. good. Yeah. Like, like, when we brought up this idea, like, your eyes lit up because you're like, Jaws, yes. Yeah. Um, so, like, but, like, I didn't go in with any, like, oh, I can't wait. I'm so excited. Like, I, there was no hype 
to live up to. And I think that's how you should have went into it. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah, because if, if, if I go in being like, everyone says this is the greatest movie and it kicked off the blockbuster, then like, of course I'm probably going to be disappointed. Yeah. Um, but no, in terms of like a pass fail, obviously it's a pass. This isn't, you guys can rest easy that I didn't find a bunch of plot holes to no, point I, out. <laughs> so you guys don't have to hate the movie. Right, right. Um, but no, I mean, I think, it, I think it was a good movie. Um, it's probably like a great, again, it's like we just finished it. So I don't have time to really like sit on it. And sure. not that there's much to like think over. It's, I mean, it's a classic. No, for a right. Reason. There's not really any layers to the movie. I mean, yeah. there's a lot of like different uh, themes and things that are going on in the movie, but. Yeah, and I'm sure, like, the more I learn about it over... Like, I'm not necessarily going to go do a bunch of research on it right now. Um, but, you know, the more I learn about it, I'm sure I'll be like, oh, that's really interesting. Like, oh, that's really cool. Like, oh, I didn't see that. Like, even you, uh, Bridget, are saying that, like, you're seeing new things each time. Or you're paying attention yeah. to different things as you watch it. I'm sure that'll be the case for me going yeah. forward. Man and his dog. Yeah. Yeah, yeah you were very... Yeah, you were me and Bridget were we're never going to see them again. And they showed up, like, twice on the yeah. tour. Right? Yeah, and you were like, no dog. Oh, there's a dog. There's a dog. Um... So yeah, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a really good movie. Um, I can see why it's stood the test of time and like why it's still not just one of those things where oh, it, it sucks, but I love it for the nostalgia, right? Kind of the way you said the sequels are. Sure, sure. Or, um, so just from that standpoint, I think it, you know, it, it's good. I mean, yeah. like I don't, I'm not sad that I watched it. I'm not like, <laughs> oh, okay, I don't see what the point of that was. Like, thanks for wasting my time, guys. Like, it's not one of those. Um, I'm not going to be like, I don't think I'll ever be like, oh my God, you haven't seen Jaws. Right. Um, I still don't think I've earned that right at the very yeah. least, but yeah, no, overall, I mean, it's, it's everything that it was supposed to be. Yeah. Um, now I have to ask you, are you a little more weary about going in the water again? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I'll tell you what though, that created a big problem for a lot of people. Oh, like, I'm sure. Like they didn't want to go in the water. I have uncles that well, after watching that movie refused to go in the water for like a year or two. Mm-hmm. Um, I think if I saw it in a different time, like if I saw it in an era, like if I saw it in 1975, I think I would have been. Right. Because I think people, it's the it's the old, like the very first movie was when the train just drove at you and people in the theater freaked yeah. out. Right, like, right. I'll never have that feeling of, oh my God, I'm seeing something I've never seen before. Sure. Whereas like people would have seen that in 1975 and never seen a shark attack and be like, wait, that's possible? I go to Cape Cod, I go to Nantucket, I go to Martha's Vineyard, I go to Long Island or whatever. Right. I'm now freaked out. I don't think that's going to be me. I don't think I'm – and I think that's also because I know that was like the knock or the like, oh, you're, you'll be so afraid to go back in the water. Oh, yeah. And that's honestly – people, even though the second one is like not even like hailed as like anything great whatsoever, but it was hailed for having like the best like tagline ever, which was like just when you thought it was a good Safe to go to back in the water, water yeah. again. Um but uh, yeah, no, I didn't think I was just going to ask out of a joke. But yeah, I just—it's the thing that affected a lot of people. Yeah, and I, like if you were somebody that was already weird, like if you were a Brody type character who was already weary of going in the water to begin with, I think this would reinforce that fear. Sure. Uh, whereas, like, I'm not great with the water. Like, I, I, I'm one of those people who like I don't like snorkeling or scuba diving because I like I feel like I, drowning would be the worst way to go for me. Sure. Um, but. On, and even like going on the ferry to Martha's Vineyard, I was like, I hope this boat doesn't sink because that would really suck. Like, <laughs> that would be pretty terrible. Yeah. And I really don't want that to happen. But yeah, I'm not one of those people who's like afraid of the water to begin with, to right. where this would be like, yeah, nope, done with the ocean. Yeah. 
Uh, I think I'll be okay to go yeah. in the ocean. But you can see, like, maybe, like, as a kid, me and Bridget watching that and being like, Oh, hey, if I was uh, a kid. the water for a little while. <laughs> see, I was actually, like, I was like. Oh, you were curious? I, I want to see one. And now I'm like. Yeah. Especially, like, when we're up in the Cape, because they're out there and you see them and there's big yeah. seal populations now. Oh, yeah. Now so, there's like, even there signs are... of the damn thing saying they're in the water. Yeah. yeah. Like. So. But, yeah, no. If the... I, I think I saw it. Like, it's shocking that you saw it at, like, four or five. Because that seems really intense. Not that you, not even just that you saw it, but that this, the movie, either someone hadn't seen the movie and was like, yeah, let's watch this movie, or they had seen it. Oh, no, both of my parents, and we're like, you know what? It is a good movie. Yeah. Uh, but they're like, I don't know, they must have been asleep. I don't remember. But the second the first little kid gets eaten, I would think that most parents would be like, nope, not for, yep, no, stop. Not back for you. Group, back to Blockbuster. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, you can't watch it until you're older than that first victim. Right. Literally, and like, it's funny because like, Jaws was like a total like go but i didn't see jurassic park until much much later because like my mom was hung up on the fact she's like well it's rated pg-13 like, oh because this one was pg before the nba yeah, came yeah. out with so, and i yeah, think even spielberg jump-started that whole thing with yeah, Temple of doom or something yeah, yeah. um but jaws i think is a much more frightening and like it's probably it, it probably takes the most liberties with the ratings i've ever seen out of any pg movie mm-hmm. i mean it, it's because the boobs are flopping around like crazy in the first five minutes like, yeah, true. Yeah, true. There's no way that wouldn't be probably R at this point, right, given right. the way things are. And granted, 1975 is a different piece. But, yeah. But yeah, no, I, uh, yeah, I just thought it was good. So the future of this podcast. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm thinking hopefully this will be a weekly thing, depending on, you know, how many people we can get to sure. to, to do this. And hopefully it continues to go. Um, but yeah, I mean, we'd like to see, you know, some other people touch on some other big tentpole franchises, probably even some like little things or probably sprinkle some like yeah, comedies I mean, in th- there that people think are big. I think it'd and- be great to sort of find like a, maybe like a best of list that we can sort of like collectively say, okay, this group of movies are like amazing. And then kind of go through and be like, okay, I have like, honestly have not seen this. And it's yeah. so, like, then we can kind of go ahead and be like, I'm already plotting the Excel yeah. sheet, my friends. Yeah. Oh, you are. Yeah. <laughs> the filter's going. But yeah, I think there's some other people we can invite along for this ride at yeah. some point. And uh, I mean, I know there's plenty of the AFI Top 100 or whatever that I've never right, seen. Right? Yeah, I'm not gonna go ahead and say that IMDb has any sort of credit to say that they. Uh, no, but like, like the best movies. But. but I remember there was a period of time a couple of years ago where I was like, I'm gonna look at the AFI Top 100 and I'm gonna go through right, and right. watch every single movie on that list. And I think I got like five more than I hadn't seen already and then was just stopped. Sure, sure. Um, so I probably have that Excel sp- spreadsheet somewhere saved. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, we will take turns. I'm sure you guys each have movies that people have been like, what? I mean, even you, Johnny, who yeah, I know I mean, has even seen me, a like, lot Trust of me, stuff. there are some movies that I, you know, again, I've seen like The Godfather and I've seen those, but there's some other movies that I'm sure that like I guarantee someone who would be like, you know, why Johnny or someone to film and yeah. you went to school for it all of a sudden like, why the hell have you not seen this? Yeah. You know, even though maybe I haven't seen it, I know it's like a, a hailed movie and it's a great movie. Like, why haven't you of all people not seen it? So um, I will be more than happy to invite those uh, discussions. Yeah. And, uh, I'm sure there'll be newer stuff too. Like, this probably won't all be movies from like the 60s, 70s, and 80s. There'll probably be things where it's like, this came out last year, a couple of years ago, and it was... Like, I'm sure we'll get someone who's never seen Avatar or something and, like... Sure, yeah. You know, maybe not, like, the greatest film of all time, but, like, it completely no, but took it, over it, popular yeah, culture. But fascinating. But it made, like, $3 yeah. billion. Dollars. Like, yeah. You haven't seen that $3 billion movie? Yeah. And then also, but also, this is the weird thing about Avatar. It has had no cultural longevity. Zero. It was, like, 
that Christmas it came out. Yeah. And then... And then whenever the Blu-ray came out, because people could watch it at it home. Like, yeah, and I still think it's, like, if I remember correctly, it's still, like, the most, like, bought, like, Blu-ray ever still. I wouldn't... I, I mean, I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah. So, yeah, there'll be a... There, we'll get a different mix of things to where it's some, you know, some things that are classics. Like, we may even dip back into, like, the 30s and the 40s and, like, all of the, you know... Right, like The right, Citizen right. Canes of, it, of the world or whatever. Yeah, and Although I think, not it, that I one, think it'd be fair boring. to say that maybe we can... I was going to say, I'm like, oh, God, I hope you won't watch this. Citizen. <laughs> yeah. Citizen Kane is the one I wanted it's to bring up. The, it's the sled. Well, that was the we thing. We do it in like half an hour. Yeah. Well, that was the thing I was talking about. What I was thinking about when I was like, you know, you hear through pop culture, you know, the ending. Citizen Kane is my example of that. Whenever someone like, whenever I bring this up, is that like pop culture told me that Rosebud was the sled, mm-hmm. and then I had in college, I had to watch it, and I was like, yeah. this is seriously going to drone on, and I know it's the sled, and I do not give a shit. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we'll probably do, you know, a mix of new, old, classics, maybe even some that you wouldn't consider a classic, but every time you bring it up at like a party or something, someone's like, oh my God, you haven't seen that? Like, that's the kind of yeah. film that we're looking for. And again, or I the kind of experience. I would almost go out and say like eight out of 10 times people are lying through their teeth when they say that they've seen it just to avoid the humility of like, yeah, like that. And again, for sure. obviously yeah. you're an honest guy and you said I've never seen Jaws and here we are. Yeah. Reviewing it. <laughs> well, that's um, the thing. I think if you come at it um, for when we, you know, want to talk about these things either between us or with other people, I think the way to come about it is like this isn't a gotcha question. Like this isn't a thing to we're luring you in to this like we're going to bring you over and invite you and put your microphone in front of your face and make fun of you because you haven't seen Shawshank Redemption. Like right. this is we're just we want people to experience these things. And if anything, it gets the monkey off your back because we know that. When someone says it, and that's kind of where the title of Final Watcher comes in, is someone berates you for five minutes being like, oh my god, you haven't seen it? It's the funniest. It's the smartest. It's the right. most action-packed. It's the most suspenseful. And like they drone on and on and on about it. And you're like, all right, fine, I'll watch it. And then you never watch it. Like That's yeah. just what happens. Yeah. So I it's think just it's... just your Netflix queue, uh, and yeah. Netflix gets rid of it, and then you're like, all right, I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But like, yep. Or you just go, uh-huh, and just like hold a small bit of hatred in your heart to towards that person who yeah. is adamant you watch it and refuse to watch it out of sight yeah oh yeah that's pulp fiction is that for me we're like i've never seen it i'll admit it but like everyone (laughs) Uh, but like everyone has to be like oh my god it's the greatest like it can't be it can't be all of the things that you say it is it just can't i'm sorry Sorry. it's i'm sure it's fine but i'm okay i'm like i'm not and like i've just never seen it as a result well, I won't. Let, I won't tell you my thoughts on Pulp Fiction just yet. But <laughs> no. I, 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 do, I do think that'd be a good episode. Yeah, that would be a, a good episode. It's yeah, definitely a, sure. a, a pulp culture uh, yeah. movie. And uh, but um, I don't know. You think you kind of want to wrap this up? Yeah. Um, so yeah. So that that will do it for this first inaugural episode of Fine. I'll watch it. Um, Thanks like for I nailed it for me, by the way. Yeah. Uh, so I think, like I said. Uh, try to have this be a weekly thing. There might be some, uh, you know, things here and there. Uh, you'll be able to find it on all of your favorite podcast platforms, your Google Play, your iTunes, your Podbeans, your Stitchers, your Spotify's, your Amazon Primes. Uh, it's going to be available all over the place. If you got this somehow, then you found it. Uh, and if you found it, then that's where you'll keep going to find things. And in subsequent episodes, we'll have uh, social media handles and things and whatnot. But um but yeah, thank you so much for, for listening, and thank you guys for showing me Jaws. I do appreciate that. Um, but once again, for fine, I'll watch it. My name is Adam. I'm Bridget. And I'm Johnny. And thanks so much for listening. Bye.